KYW Original Podcasts. This is a Flashpoint Encore. I'm Flashpoint host, Cherry Gregg. This past weekend on Flashpoint, our changemaker of the week was Sharia Schultz. She is a North Philadelphia teacher. She's an advocate and a sexual assault survivor. She used her own traumatic experience to author a book that empowers parents, teachers, and youth on how to stop childhood sex abuse. Take a listen to my interview with author Sharia Schultz. Here to tell us more about her new book, My Voice is My Superpower, is Sharia Schultz. Welcome to Flashpoint. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Wonderful. So we met when you were at an event um, showcasing this beautiful book that you have. Um, Tell us why you decided to write it. The reason why I decided to write the book is because of my own personal experience as a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. I was um, sexually abused by my cousin. Um, I cannot read. PTSD caused me to not remember the exact age, but I know it was before I was the age of 10. And I was abused by my cousin. And when I disclosed my abuse, not to my mother, but to an adult relative who asked all of us, were we ever abused? Nothing was done. Yeah. They didn't know what to do. Well, you know, they didn't take it as serious because my cousin was an older cousin. So, you know, later they said, well, we just looked at y'all as though y'all were just kissing cousins. They didn't know the extent of the abuse. There were no questions asked. You know, I wasn't brought to um, any hospitals, any child protective services, no interview. So that left me, this young girl, 10 years old, to be stuck in her trauma and to cope the best way I could. Mm -hmm. In addition to my own experience of being a child who, you know, who was abused and who's Parents didn't know about the signs of a person that's surviving abuse, didn't know and understand what to do. Um, I'm As an educator, so many children have come to me and yeah. opened up about their abuse. You know, I'm a special educator. A lot of children that are in special ed, it is as a result of their trauma. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they become my babies. Yeah. <laughs> and so you decided to write this book. And, yes. and tell us about the book. So the book, um, as we call it, My Voice is My Superpower, it's about a boy. His name is Buddy. He's nine years old. And his mother, she's very vigilant about teaching the body safety rules. The body safety rules is one of the ways to help with prevention. And he was about to go over his cousin's house to spend the night. And his mother said, well, you can't go until we review the body safety rules. Let me make sure that you know the rules. So he sang the rules to his his mother, and she's so proud. And she said, okay. You have it. You got it now. Now I can leave you because it's unrealistic to think that the kids will never go over a family member's house to spend the night. But you have to make sure. And and you have to make sure that they know the safety rules. But I think one of the things people make a big mistake that a lot of parents make, I think, is not giving kids the tools, the real names of body parts and things like that so that they can they can actually speak to you and speak to others in charge to let them know what's happening. Yes, and that's one of the things I speak about in my book. I speak about the body parts, and because a lot of times we teach children that the body parts is ooh, it's yucky, it's nasty, so we'll call it a cookie, or we call it a woo-woo, or a pee-pee, or a hot dog, or a pocketbook, or a petunia. We have to let them know that this is your body, this is a part of your body. So at the age of three, teach them how you teach them your head, shoulders, knees, toes. Oh, this is your penis, this is your vagina, you have nipples. So that if they go to disclose their abuse, 
they won't, without a shadow of a doubt, you'll know what they're talking about. There's a famous story about a young girl. She was little baby, maybe four years old. She was going to school every day and saying, my uncle ate my cookie. My uncle ate my cookie. My uncle ate my cookie. She was disclosing her abuse. But her teacher did not know that she was disclosing abuse because she used the term cookie. So what happened? She actually ended up not saying anything else. So this baby could have been helped. Yeah. You know, she could have been helped because the teacher would have known if she said my uncle ate or my uncle touched or my uncle bit my vagina, you know, or he put his penis on me. And also it helps the children to feel comfortable when you're talking about sexual abuse, when you're talking about body safety. They won't feel like, oh, that's nasty, that's yucky. It's just regular conversations. Yeah. And so you go and speak at schools. You educate parents on how to talk to their kids about this because it's a tough conversation for parents to have. Yes, I have workshops. I do a lot of work on Internet because some people, they're not able to get to my workshop. So I share information on the Internet, on my Facebook page, on my um, Instagram page. I've done several workshops where I teach parents. I've taught at schools. I've taught teachers and a principal, how to respond to a child who have experienced trauma. I have a book reading coming up for a school, the same school that wanted to educate their teachers so that I can read this book to the children because this book isn't just a book. It's a teaching tool too. So you can read it from cover to cover or you can go back and forth through the pages and have a discussion for parents. And I see that um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is the name. My voice is my superpower because a lot of people suffer. A lot of kids suffer in silence, afraid to speak up, to speak up. Yes. Kids and adults. They um, because they they live in shame because the body takes the score. So what happens is while you're being sexually abused, sexually assaulted, it's not like the it's not the same as the sexual abuser who jumps out of the dark alley and, and, and it's lots of aggression. Childhood sexual abuse, there's a grooming period. Mm. There's a process. So during this process, this is, um, the sexual abuser develops a secret sexual relationship with you. They groom your parents. They groom the children. So when they have that first touch, the child's body may respond in a positive way. So because it's not force. It's very rare. Is it forced? They're forcing themselves on you. Don't misunderstand me when I say that. But a lot of children, they live in shame because why didn't I say anything? Why did my body enjoy it but hate it, if you understand what I mean? One survivor said, I hated it, but I grew to love it, but I hated it. Because you don't have control over how your body naturally, the natural reaction of your body. So if someone is stimulating you, someone is touching you, your body begins to have a feeling and the boys are upset, you know, especially if it's um, same-sex abuse. The males are very upset. Why did my penis become erect? And this man performed oral sex on me. Am I gay? They're upset because I didn't tell sooner. They're upset because they blame themselves and they keep quiet with shame and blame because the sexual abusers, sexual offenders, pedophiles, perpetrators, they tell them no one's going to believe you. They threaten the children. They threaten the people that they love. They they put so much shame and blame on them. It was your fault. You touched me. Yeah. And so my voice is my superpower is almost like, a, a, you know, battling against that, yes. that shame and saying this is a superpower if you speak up. Um, and you're you're Muslim. Yes. And, and I'm sure... With the Muslim community, there are are separate issues there. 
Um, it's all the issues are the same in a Muslim community. This is a pandemic. It's all around mm-hmm. all America, internationally, nationally. Although in a Muslim community, we separate the boys from the girls, the men from and the And you women. would think it would happen less because yeah. there is that separation. Right. But 90 percent of the people, the children that are sexually abused are abused by people that they know. Mm-hmm. So it's just someone that you trust because that's the only way they can gain access to your child. So it can be a mother, the child's mother the child's father. I've sat in court cases where there were actual parents sexually oh. abusing step-parents. You know, a lot of people think that's why she shouldn't have her boyfriend around. No, there's people who are abused by their fathers, their grandfathers, their uncles. I was sexually assaulted by my cousin. cousin. Yeah. We weren't allowed to be around anyone. We had three houses on the block. You play with your cousins. Would they have ever thought that my cousin was the one that was touching me, and that's why I was acting out. That's why I dealt with so much low self-esteem. That's why I didn't like myself. That's why I had so many issues. So even though we're separated in the Muslim community, it still happens. It It happens happens overseas rapidly. It happens by leaders in the community. It's true. It's true. And so where can people get in touch with you if they want to They say, you know what, this is an aha moment. Like maybe I should have another discussion with my kid and, and be more explicit in the in the use of actual body part words and and all this stuff. And and you're never too young once kids are able to speak, uh, having these conversations. How do they bring you in and and so you can train some parents? Well, um, there's several ways you can reach me. I'm on Facebook, and my my organization is Body Speaks Foundation. So I provide childhood sexual abuse preventative education for parents, for churches, for schools, for everywhere. So you can like and follow my page. B-U-D-D-Y underscore speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S. You can email me, Sharia, S-H-A-R-I-E-A-S-H-O-A-T-Z at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram, Sharia, S-H-A-R-I-E-A underscore S-H-O-A-T-Z or my foundation, B-U-D-D-Y underscore S-P-E-A-K-S. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much to you, Sharia Schultz, for coming on Flashpoint and uh, good luck on your book, My Voice is My Superpower. Uh, Check her out. Thank you so much. This has been a Flashpoint Encore. Thank you so much for listening. To hear the entire show that aired this past weekend, you can log on to kywnewsradio.com slash Flashpoint. You can also download the radio.com app, Apple Podcast app, or other platforms. All you got to do is search Flashpoint KYW. And please, please, please subscribe. You can also rate and leave comments about the show. We need your reviews to get us to the top. You can also follow us on Twitter. The handle is Flashpoint Show. I'm Flashpoint host, Cherry Gregg. Thank you so much for listening.